When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And if we were talking about your favorite pickled vegetable that wasn't a cucumber, what would you pick, Cole? I don't. I don't think I've had any other pickled vegetable. Pickled really? jalapeno. I've never had anything else besides a pickle. Oh, what? do olives count? Is olives is that pickling? Is olives pickles? That's a really good question. I don't think olives is pickles. Let me tell but... you, Tommy Olive makes a way worse Rugrat name. <laughs> it does. It's not good. It's true. What if I told you that there's a pickled vegetable of the month club that you could subscribe to and have a different pickled vegetable sent to you every month for a year? I don't think I would like that. I don't know. I don't know if there's an amount of money I would feel okay paying for that service. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Um, it was one of the best gifts I've ever been given. <laughs> You have that? I had it. Oh. Well, which one was your favorite? You tried all the vegetables. They stuffed. <laughs> um, I'm a sucker for pickled onions. Um, but I really liked pickled baby corn. <laughs> and, and, okay. and in Charleston, I'm sure it's other places, but pickled okra is a huge deal in the South. I've never had okra. Oh, I gotta get you guys some okra in all the varieties my mom grew up in texas and fucking she would always talk about how much she loved fried okra and one time she made it for us i was probably i was a teenager and i was like so excited to try it and it was just you know a fried vegetable that tastes like nothing and you only like it because it's fried and you dip it in ranch and i was like mom this this ain't it i don't know what to tell you (laughs) i think that you have to be 18 or older to first be given okra and appreciate it. Mm. Something about it falls into the like broccoli, asparagus, um, Brussels sprouts realm where Mm. if you're younger and you're given it, you're like, please no more green. I can't, but I've always liked broccoli, but okra, I I couldn't roll with it until I was older. And now I roll with it heavy. That's how I feel about Brussels sprouts. Same. Well, Well, now roasted. Now okra has its own TV channel. It was one of the first self-made billionaires. Okra's doing great for themselves. Did you know uh, for a brief period of time in the early 2000s, Okra's magazine was uh, usurped as the number one magazine in America by a PlayStation magazine, and Okra got really upset by that. So why didn't Okra just do like a pick of the month for PlayStation games? God, you'd think that. Listen, if you can hear the person who is sighing and is... uh, (laughs) tired of this very niche joke it's our wonderful guest rick hello 
Hi. Hello. You Thank got you. It to Thank speech. you so much. Speech. Oh, we flew them all the way in from Nebraska. From Nebraska. Um, I would just love to thank not only Joe, but the f but the fans as well for having me on the pod today. Hell. Not Joshua. Wonderful. And if You're you welcome. don't know who Erica is, get the fuck out of here. This Joe. one's for Erica Correct. stands only. And everyone You're else. Welcome. You can become an Erica stand. No, Joe, come on. <laughs> yes. Erica doesn't need new fans. Erica's all about the day ones. And the day, whatever day it is. <laughs> and you can the be day my nows. Fans. And the day sure. tomorrows. And the day after yeah. tomorrows. Day 300 in the chamber. Still haven't found me. <laughs> Erica of the Judges now, and my friend, of course, oh, and business compatriot. Yes. What we like to do, much like the Judges now, is open with a little review. Okay. And this review mentions you by name on our show. That you yeah. have not been on yet to this point. Let's hear it. All right, Joe, you want to take it away? Yeah, this is a five-star review from Pokey Poacher 596 entitled, Very Disappointing. Love it. As a longtime Jurgles listener, I was expecting this spinoff to be full of laughs and jargon. Unfortunately, Josh continues to be the problem. I have recently been watching Game of Thrones, and I am currently in season four. So you can only imagine the crushing feeling when Josh spoiled the entire series in episode one of Friend Requests. Do not listen to this show if you don't like pop culture spoilers, are tired of cis white men always being in the spotlight, hate laughing, are eating lunch. Can I this say before we finish the review... What's the what's the timeline on when like spoilers become like that show has been completed for four years and also I don't think I spoiled the whole show. I spoiled it because it's the <laughs> only episode I've ever seen. And I didn't say what actually happens. I believe I said the dragon is here and the short guy is mad. <laughs> accurate. That's, that's pretty accurate, yeah. Yeah. How can you be how can you be like I mean, I guess with House of the Dragon starting, you could be, like, upset. Also, spoiler, episode 10, House of the Dragon. Short guys mad everywhere. Dragons everywhere. It's insane. I just don't understand. Like, you've had four years. You can't... And you've avoided spoilers in every other asset of your life. It just is shocking to me that I was the person, potentially, who was like, Daenerys goes crazy? <laughs> I just like that it was probably my fault, and they put the blame on you. Um, this pod has potential to be extremely entertaining, but not if Josh continues his behavior. I would suggest replacing Josh with the duo of Christmas and Erica from the Jurgles. This would allow for more dynamic conversation with three people rather than two. It would also add diversity, having Erica on as she's a capital W woman as well as ridding this podcast of the plague that is Josh. Thanks for the entertainment. Love the pod. Five stars. Okay. Thoughts? Uh, I can't believe that out of all of your reviews, you picked the one that I wrote. So <laughs> You just really, maybe they should have Erica on. I don't know. They really spell it Erica, like E-A-R. Mm -hmm. They said Christmas I've, and Erica. I've never had. Air Reca, like A I R, and then Rec. 
uh, but like never Erica. Interesting. I, I think it was an intentional joke. It wasn't great. No, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I've had better. <laughs> I, th- I I believe that the diversity review. you wanted, reviewer. <laughs> Can I get roasted? I'm here, Erica. Do you this identify you as a capital W woman? Definitely a lowercase w okay. woman. And what can we do? Do do you want to someday be? Is a capital W something you aspire to be, or are you just comfortable being lowercase w? I'm comfortable being lowercase w. I feel like capital W woman is like those are big shoes to fill. You know. How do you feel about the kerneling? Do you want to be right up on the O or a little bit backed away? I think I'd be right up on the O. Right up on the O. Interesting kerneling. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a word I know. And what I does that mean? <laughs> It's just the space between. How close the letters are together. Oh, you. Oh, wow. I. Wow. Uh, Can we get an example of a capital W woman, Erica? Just so we and the listeners Um, know. As we were saying before, Okra. Okra. She's capital W woman for sure. Okra whipped cream. Mm -hmm. Okra whipped cream. Yeah. Okra. What a great joke, Joe! Holy (laughs) fuck! We nailed under ten. We nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was better than Erica or Erica. Hey, yeah, she's true. here. She's ear. Get used to it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. So Erica, of course, longtime Judgy's host, first time friend, first time friend on the show. What's your favorite moment in detail of Fridge Pod so far? Um, when you guys mentioned me, pretty solid. It's happened in two episodes so far. So holy shit, she listens, folks. And there's only six listen. episodes out, so I think that's 90% of the episodes. <laughs> I haven't listened to the one that came out today because we are recording this on a Thursday. That is true. Your yeah. episodes come out on Thursdays because mm-hmm. I'm a listener. You're a listener. Uh, but I haven't listened to today's episode. Well, hey, thanks for listening to our previous episodes. And I'm sure You're you welcome. know we've paywalled your husband behind a couple of bonus episodes where we'll keep him locked until he's worthy of a main feed episode. Yeah. But Erica's husband fair, yeah. is not for everyone. And so we've, we've, we're keeping him in a special place for now. I also like to gatekeep him. Christian sure. Christian is known as the problematic judgy. Can we say that? <laughs> He's Women are always saying. gatekeeping their partners. Let everybody have a piece. Come on. No. Everybody I be poly. Share well. If everybody's poly, then no one's poly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, queer forward-thinking syndrome. (laughs) Speaking of terrible ideas that sound like a syndrome-esque idea, we were asked on our Patreon um, if we could just give a brief um, uh, 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 our our brief take on um, on the current state of Elon Musk and Twitter, which really perfectly segues into what I'm calling this entire episode: Hot Takes with Rick. Oh, I love it. You ready for some hot takes, Erica? Can I go first? Well, yeah. Sure. I feel like the Musk man and his Twitter. Co- oh, go ahead, Joshua. I was just going to say. We, Do you have something better to say than me? I was literally just going to say, is it about Elon Musk or are we just we can come back to Elon Musk, though? Oh, I was going to talk about Elon Musk. Great. <laughs> we'll edit all this part out because it's just quibbling. Nope. <laughs> Famously, anytime I ask Joshua to edit something out, it stays in. I know. So I listen to the judges. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think that I'm sick of Elon Musk and I'm sick of hearing about him. 
And I think that he needs to go bankrupt and then just like be done. Just just be done. Honestly. I think he I needs- don't feel like that's a hot take though. That's that's a pretty cold take. I think he needs to die in a video game. Oh, okay. Like we we can just get rid of him in a video game. You know what I mean? What if I made what if I went and I got a Nintendo Wii? And I got Wii Sports. And I made a me that looked just like Elon Musk. And I selected two-player for the boxing game. And I put the second pair of controllers down. And then I just punched the shit out of Elon Musk's me until I won the Golden Gloves. I unironically think beating the shit out of Elon Musk would be pretty cathartic. I think that would honestly work for most people. I think the thing that bothers me the most about Elon Musk is like, hey, can we all... Can we get a show of hands? Who here is in uh, in favor of eating the rich? Okay, but Elon Musk is going to taste like shit. <laughs> like, give me a good tasting rich person like uh, Bill Gates. I don't know. I bet you he tastes fine if you jerky him. I think Bill Not Gates. Not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to jerky Bill. Sorry. Tenderize that meat first, huh, Joshua? <laughs> Wait, hang on. Jerky is the opposite of tenderizing meat. Yeah, but <laughs> you have to tender the meat to. <laughs> but it was funny. Deten- Erica was very funny. I know. I don't she need your validation, need your Joshua. Approval. <laughs> she I might not be a capital W woman. <laughs> I'm immediately the villain. <laughs> Speaking of villains, Elon Musk Twitter. Erica, how how much are we in on Elon Musk eight dollar Twitter blue check mark? I feel like that takes the specialness away from it. Sure. Like last summer, I think it was, I went to a um, like fundraising trivia night and part of the thing that you could buy for this fundraiser was guesses. So if you didn't know the answer to one of the trivia questions, you could just pay $5 and you automatically get it right. Wonderful idea. No, I mean yes for fundraising it was fabulous, yes, but for like fundraising and for the idiots at the fundraiser event. That too, but I was so mad because we were doing so well. I got nothing but money. I ain't got no <laughs> brains up here, but I got a big wallet and a big heart. Exactly, exactly. So it was very frustrating that like we could have won, <laughs> I f- but we didn't. I forgot people were buying their answers. How both petty and competitive you are. <laughs> How like, could you I, forget? I understand we're raising a lot of money for breast cancer research, but oh, it was kids. Oh, well, oh. Fuck man, fuck the kids. <laughs> it's for a local school. Oh, oh. And you know, here's the thing. Here's my hot take. Schools have too much money. <laughs> yeah. Defund the schools. Ever think about that? Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard mm-hmm. underfunded and schools together in the same? I haven't. No. Only with mm-hmm. the word not in between them. Yeah underfunded not schools is what people say and i go that's not a full sentence <laughs> uh here's my take on the elon musk eight dollar blue check mark thing fine whatever i think it's gonna ruin i think it's just gonna be one of the steps into ruining the platform which i think is probably a better thing because it will make elon musk have wasted 40 billion dollars yeah he already did yeah, he fired the everybody. A waste. Well, the thing is, if he can make it profitable, then he's going to make money off of the acquisition because he's just going to sell it again in like two years, right? But uh, I think, listen, 
I think the 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 blue check mark stuff. Like, there's so many people with blue check marks that have like 200 followers just because they know somebody who can get them that. Like, I think mm. there's so much power ascribed to it that um, I don't think it almost deserves. Uh, and if somebody wants to now be an idiot and pay $8 for a little blue NFT next to their name, I think that's just funny to me. I think it's fine. If someone wants to be that dumb to be like eight bucks. Sure. <laughs> that's like, cool. I don't know. <laughs> I'm all for just chaos, I guess. And I'm just, I'm pro chaos on Twitter. Have you ever heard of a Dr. Seuss story called the Sneetches? No. It's a it's a great story about how we're all really the same and that all these superfluous things we do to try and stand out are are uh, ultimately um, just f- uh, oh what's the word they're futile efforts. Mm. There are sne- there are these birds these sneeches and they live on the beaches and some of them have stars on their stomachs and some of them don't and the ones with stars oh. are like we're very special we're in fact very special we're better than the other sneeches and the other sneeches are like i'm not important enough i don't have a star on my stomach and then <laughs> this guy in a very musky a very musky in um way comes along sylvester mcmonkey mcbean um he comes along and he goes i've got a machine you go through it you've got a star on your belly and then everyone's got stars and no one feels good. And so the people are like, I don't want stars. So they go, they get their stars removed. And then everyone gets all mixed up and nobody knows what it is. And that's how I feel like <laughs> buying your verification is going to go. Because for a while, I'm going to see all these like idiot supreme wearing their hat on like the very top of their head fuckers with a SoundCloud being like, yeah, man, I'm verified on Twitter. Because you had, what, an extra Starbucks coffee a month? <laughs> I don't have one because I don't cheapen my value. I'm cool, and I don't have to pay to have a check mark. But then, yeah. then of course, one day we'll all get mixed up in who's who, you know? Yeah. Do you think that other platforms are going to follow that lead and start, like, requiring uh, – or not requiring, but, like, offering payment for the blue check? So – I think no, only because like I don't think it'll be profitable. If if because what he's trying to do, what Elon is trying to do to make it profitable is also tie other exclusive features to it, such as like um, when you DM somebody and you have a blue check mark, your DM goes to the top of their DM box and stuff like that. Like there's other perks, mm. quote unquote perks with it, but it's all shit that just like a horny lonely loser boy who trades day stocks would want Joshua don't talk about yourself that way <laughs> so like I don't think it's gonna be profitable I don't think I really don't and like same thing with NFTs is he's gonna get this big influx of shit of like people buying it and then everyone's gonna realize like we're saying it's gonna devalue itself innately because now that blue check mark means nothing it's gonna be just as much now as when people put the fucking globe emoji next to their name and uh I did never know what that meant it was people that like try to trick you into thinking they have a a check mark <laughs> because there's oh, a god i hate that <laughs> okay um i don't know i just i'm just like good i'm, I'm probably i don't want to assume anything here but i might be the most active twitter user in this on this show right now i use You're twitter better at it than I, am. I only tweet under your tweets to say right. that you don't need to tweet Joshua. Right. like 
none of that needs to be said. Well, now with, with my new $8 subscription that I'm paying, I can delete your tweet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of worth it to me. See, okay. I'm just on Twitter. I say things. And I know Rick likes a lot of the stuff I say. And I know you like a lot yeah. of the stuff I say. But that's pretty much where the line is drawn in the sand. Got the same 10 people hyping me up, and I appreciate them. That's how Twitter is. I love Twitter. Mm-hmm. I think Twitter is a great platform. We also have to remember Twitter is one of the smallest or is the smallest of like the social media platforms. Like TikTok oh, really? obviously dwarfs it. Instagram oh. dwarfs it. Facebook dwarfs it. So like all these people that are like worried about this, like potential, like all the these celebrities leaving because whatever. It's like 11% of the American population uses Twitter. We're, it'll be okay. You don't need to use Twitter to go about your life. And I feel like the outrage that we're seeing right now is literally parallel to when Donald Trump got banned off Twitter and conservatives thought he like got put under house arrest. And people were like, it's his American right to be able to use Twitter. And it's like, no, just it's an no, app. It's <laughs> Get on can, another one. If Elon Musk ruins Twitter, you can leave twitter you don't need to be on it it's not like something that you need to be on oh here's the thing i think that at the end of the day it should be more transparent um for all social media platforms as to how one can go about getting a verified check mark Mm -hmm. there should be i think set guidelines um because what we know right now is that it's really all about how much money you can already spend elsewhere to get the notoriety you need to get a check mark. I have um, uh, uh, a friend from TikTok um, named Ryan. And let me get his handle because I want to be nice. Um, he, uh, <laughs> he fucking gamed the system. He gamed the whole system and made a bunch of like, uh, you know, he had a bunch of articles made about him and he was on mm. the day show one time and got that verified check mark. That's all it took. Meanwhile, there are people who have like, you know, you guys have a million followers. You should have a check mark at a million. Like it should be stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then you've got people with like 7,000 followers with a check mark and it's like, okay, who did you pay? Yeah. Cause I've got articles written about me and nobody wants to give me a little blue check mark. Joe, I would give you one. If, hey, I'll pay you the the eight roses on TikTok to get a check mark. Thank you. Um, friend of the show, Eddie Burback had. I mean, how many fucking Twitter followers does he have? Uh, Are we calling like, him friend of the show? I mean, I love Eddie, but uh, I mean, he's my friend. I don't know if he's our friend. We willing to send? I would love him to be on the show. Now he has four hundred thousand follow, four hundred thirty thousand followers. I think when he had like two hundred eighty thousand, he still wasn't verified. And yeah. it's like, how how are you not going to verify this person who root, who has over 200,000 followers on your platform? It was on just Twitter? crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy to me. Well, and there, you know what there's plenty of articles and stuff about Eddie Burback. So, like, that's that's the crazy part. You know what else is crazy? Hmm. We talked about Twitter for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That one's been sitting in the, and that was at the request of our, one of our Patreon listeners. That was. And Patreon listeners can, uh, have a direct line to ask us what they want to hear. And they also get to hear entire episodes of one episode every week. You get a bonus. You get two, two for the price of two. 
<laughs> That's right, PV. We're great salesmen. All right, next hot take, Erica. I hope you're you ready, ready for, for this, this one. Mm-hmm. All right, these are some things that I came up with today that I thought we could get into. Okay, Pepsi is inherently a better soda than Coke, but Coke is way better at marketing. This is a rare miss for you, Joe. Erica hates. <laughs> I don't drink cola. Pepsi, Coke, or otherwise. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a yeah. big miss. <laughs> I just thought, but you know. I will tell you that I grew up in a Pepsi household. That's my mom's go-to is Pepsi. So to me, I think that Pepsi has better marketing because the marketing has always been towards Pepsi in my house. Mm. So. so I think like even if you don't drink it, I think you can agree that like Coca-Cola as a brand is like they synonymize themselves with Christmas. True. We literally Santa Claus, the concept as we know it, was invented by the Coca-Cola company. Okay, sure. Yes, and the polar bears. Okay, now that you're like saying that, yeah. I can see it. What does like, Pepsi have? I have Kendall Jenner? <laughs> Shania Twain back in the 90s? The, Didn't they had Michael Jackson? 90s 90s Pepsi was built different. Britney Spears, Shania Twain, Michael Jackson. I I think Pepsi's design on their stuff is a lot better, but Coke just is a fucking chokehold on everything. I'm rocking a 90s Pepsi sweatshirt right now and I love it. I love Pepsi. I think it tastes better. I also I also think it's like but I also think like Coca-Cola, I have nostalgia for Coca-Cola. No matter how often I drink it, I think like I, I associate Coca Cola with most fast food restaurants. I associate Coca Cola like even even with even with Pepsi literally being red, white, and blue. I think of Coca Cola as like the American beverage. Pepsi's see that. Pepsi's logo is so good that part of the judges merch was designed with the Pepsi logo in mind. Um, the sheesh. Uh, you dropping judges lore that I don't even know. This well, <laughs> me and the artist talked it over. Oh, uh, sure, 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 yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend Aurora. Um, the the lemon piss baby. The font was ripped oh, from man. the '90s uh, Pepsi font because I think it's such a good font. It's a great font. But Rick, I listen. This is here's the the whole point of this show is to get to know people better. What I didn't know about mm-hmm. you is that you didn't like cola. I just know that you like a flat. Mountain Dew. That's very I true. Um, and so I, a million apologies for, for bringing up <laughs> the okay. brown drink. Technically, it is it is a hot take on my end is that I don't like cola. It's very But to take. be fair, I was never allowed to have soda. I was only allowed root beer on special occasions, <laughs> like my birthday, and Sprite if I was sick. Right. And so you were it. Sprite for sick because I was ginger ale for sick. Oh, I love ginger ale. Do you find that if you are given Sprite now, it makes you kind of feel like, eh, because you associate it with being sick? No, now I associate it with vodka, so... Yeah, that's... Um, <laughs> That'll do it. I feel like when I drink Sprite now, I'm not getting drunk. Right. And it's disappointing. I understand that feeling. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you, Joe, with the... I don't know how you feel that way about ginger ale, but I only drink McDonald's Sprite when I'm hungover because if I drink it any other time... I do feel like, oh, it, it, I, my, my tummy's rumbling now. 
I'm a lo- I love ginger ale now, but for a long time, I could not break the connection in my brain between I'm throwing up and my mommy gave me a ginger ale. <laughs> That's fair. I switched to ginger ale when we did keto for Ooh. like a hot minute. And gin- diet ginger ale, I honestly is like one of the only diet sodas that I like better than non-diet. I feel like it must ginger ale and vodka is... Oh, man, it's good. Oh, I see. There's another element. <laughs> well, uh, Erica, gave me so a little lime. Was was Tasha just torturing you by having cans and I assume stacks and stacks of twelve packs of Pepsi lined out your door and just staring at your kids saying, "Only on your birthdays, and you can't even get the Pepsi. You got to get the root beer around the corner. The Pepsi is for Mama." <laughs> I never really cared. Interesting. I never really cared for it. Hot, very hot take, Erica. Yeah, it was torture though. Like for the like, she wouldn't let me have candies or cake either. Hmm. It was that was also just special occasions. Um, so I have like a major sweet tooth now. Oh yeah. Um, I had fucking major cinnamon sweet roll tooth. French toast for breakfast, <laughs> and you yeah. had you had French toast, cinnamon rolls, and French toast for breakfast. Cinnamon roll French toast. So What's cinnamon roll dough. You know how you make French toast? Like you you toast the bread and then you do the eggs and you dunk it and then you fry yeah. it. Um, you do that, but with cinnamon roll bread dough. Oh my god! And then you drizzle the icing over it. This this is gonna be a derail. Did you say you toast the bread before you dunk it? Yeah. So I just saw that on TikTok like two days ago. That that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to toast the bread first and then do the dunking and the frying. Mm. So my dad does it. Well, That's Joe, crazy. your dad and TikTok is wrong because I like a sopping wet, soggy French toast. I don't like French toast. Oh, hot That's take. That's a hot take. I like waffles. Oh, no, That's not, no, no. I love waffles. That was probably not like <laughs> hoisted by your own petard, Josh. Goodness. Waffles or pancakes? Pancakes. I'm a wafflesman. I like a waffle. I like how firm they are. Yeah, I like My the My grandma used to make the best pancakes. And you know what the secret to her pancakes were? Love. She toasted them first. <laughs> Crisco. Whoa. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Instead of butter, she used Crisco. And I gave them like the crispiest, delicious edges. Hot take. Crisco better than butter in every way, but butter has way better marketing. Oh, butt butter has yeah. great marketing. Everyone's yeah. trying to get a big tub of butt butter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, they have the com- the competition of I can't believe it's not butt butter. That's true. Right. Now, butt butter is inherently expensive. So I'm going to yeah. give us a quick question and then we're going to take a quick commercial break so I can afford my butt butter. <laughs> Would you rather sweat syrup or have pancakes for hands? Let's get to the money area. This podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Have you ever felt like your life has been flipped, turned upside down? And well, why don't you just sit there for a second? And I forgot the lyrics, but let me tell you about a great, great service. You know what? It's okay that you don't know all the lyrics. What's important is you do know there are options to help you when your mental health isn't where you'd like it to be. We all know in this crazy mix of world, sometimes, even though we really would like to go to a therapist, we just don't have the time or the money. And BetterHelp is here to make it all easier for you. Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, my 
BetterHelp may not be able to answer what the next line in the famous Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song is, but what they can do is help me figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. We don't like unproductive coping skills. We want productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to getting a guided tour of the complex engine called you. Not everybody has to be clinically depressed or suffer from extreme anxiety to need a therapist. Sometimes you're just having a really rough week or a really rough month and talking to somebody helps. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, which can happen... You can easily switch to a new therapist anytime, no cost added. It could not be simpler. There's no waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com requests. That's Better, H-E-L-P dot requests. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. That's a hard question because, like, pancakes for hands, <laughs> you can't pick anything up, right? Like, they're yeah, too pick, soft and mushy. You could probably pick up a third pancake. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> That's about where the structural then, integrity ends. <laughs> syrup for sweat, you'd smell really good all the time. Really good. But wasps and ants. Yeah. Hmm. And you don't mm. want ants in your syrup like a girl in your middle school class. High school, but yeah, you like kind of know my my life. I oh, You're, like, I was right there. Yeah, <laughs> I have approximate knowledge of all Rick's life. Holy crap! Are you a judge's listener that's parasocially inserting yourself into our lives? Uh, technically, that is how this all started, Josh. That is true. I feel like I would take sweat uh, syrup sweat because I could just will my body to not sweat. perspirate. Yeah, I assume if you have pancakes for hands, you can't. <laughs> They're not malleable. How yeah. you you can't pick something up. I agree. So, and I like to play guitar, and also could um, you imagine? Open Go doors. get a pancake right now and Strum. try to play that guitar. Yeah, Strum Strum pancake. Hey, pause the recording. I'm gonna go make a pancake real quick. <laughs> Be right back. I'll make a pancake, a crepe, and a waffle. We'll see which one's a better guitar pick. Hey, IHOP. If you want to sponsor us, I have. If you send me waffles, I'll play my guitar with the waffles. That's what IHOP's known for is their waffles. <laughs> Thanks, IHOP. <laughs> and we're back from this part of the IHOP. Oh, I intended the commercial break to come between me asking. After you asked it. Hey, great. Next question then, Joe. I'm fucking fed <laughs> up with this bullshit. Much like I'm fed up with all of the wonderful food at IHOP. IHOP. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> it's one of your options. I hate IHOP. Can I say that? Is that a hot take? No, it's, I mean, no. It's take, a, go for a, it. It's a hot take. A take. I hate IHOP and I hate family diners. I feel like, I feel What's like, a family diner. 
um just like those local in our area it's just like it's like owned by like the same like family kind of there's like seven restaurants that are all owned by the same like they're all like cousins and stuff but it's just like where you go that has like everything on the menu and you're like hmm oh i understand <laughs> I just feel like the nostalgia is what carries it. And my family didn't go to him when I was younger. So I don't have that. So you go there well, and the okay, food well, is always... What about like when you're drunk after our town festival and it's two o'clock in the morning? I think that I would rather... give you the nostalgia? <sighs> Not really. Like I enjoyed those Lame. nights. Lame. But so like, boring. what am I going to do? Go burn my mouth on a double breaded cheeseburger at 3 a.m. and enjoy that? Yes. You're right. Yes. I wasn't like, drunk That's at a Waffle weird. House. Also, what kind of newbie bites right into a double breaded without poking holes in it first? Everybody, it's an initiation ritual. Okay. You know this. Noob. Dumbass. Get pwned, noob. I did get freaking wrecked by Erica right there. Y'all have Waffle House? No. No. I punched a Nazi at a Waffle House when I was in high school. Nice. Yeah, it was terrifying. Terrifying moment. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> While punching a Nazi is a good thing, I would also be very afraid. <laughs> I almost punched a Nazi like two years ago. Oh, man. Hey, if you got, listen, I don't condone mindless acts of violence, but if you are in a situation where you have to defend yourself against a Nazi, punch him. Oh, punch it feels him good. Right here in the nose upward. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, is that the thing that you, like, your neighbor told you? If you hit someone in the nose like that, they'll, you'll die. Mm -hmm. It pushes your nose into your brain. Everybody's got a neighbor who tells them. <laughs> Every little boy, Olsen will have this. <laughs> I'm moving next door. <laughs> he'll have a neighbor one day. He'll be like, "Did you know that if you punch somebody up in their nose, they'll punch their brains and they'll die?" Oh. Famously, the I, nose bones that you have. I was just thinking about showing him Miss Congeniality, and she does the sing method. So, oh, yeah, what a good movie! I know, right? Not can I feel like has never seen it. For the listeners, can you uh, explain the acronym? Sure, sure, sure. For for the listeners. I've seen the movie, I just don't remember it. Right. So in the movie, she her her talent was, you know, the the um crystal glasses that she was gonna play, but somebody drank them backstage, so she had to improvise and you know, she's a spoiler alert, uh, an undercover <laughs> FBI agent. Oh, so God. you know, this movie's like twenty years old, but spoiler <laughs> I alert. can't believe I wanted Erica to be on the show <laughs> just to find out that she ruined Miss Congeniality for me. Next she'll I, tell me there's a sequel. I'm so sorry. I just got but into it. <laughs> she decides to do a self defense demonstration for her talent and she does the sing method where if somebody grabs you from behind you go solar plexus you oh, elbow man. them in the solar plexus in step you step on the inside of their foot nose you elbow them in the nose and then groin you punch them in the in the groin very it's got to be effective if yeah, you ever I've never had to use it myself but i will remember it forever if you ever have to kick someone in the groin you want to pretend like you're trying to kick the top of their head through their balls. Like you want you want to you want to swing with a follow through in mind that's like I'm going to hit them in the face. But you want to take all that energy and go right to their Jimmy Johns and kick it. Picture the CEO of Jimmy John, uh, half naked with a dead shark on the back of his boat and just fucking swing through and ding the bells. And that's mm -hmm. how you self defend. Mm. I'm a yeah, six foot great one and a half white man who's never been afraid at night. But if you're approached by someone who looks like me at night, swing through. Kick me in the nuts, please. I'm begging you. 
<laughs> and none of that weak ass sissy kick right to the chin, baby. <laughs> okay. I want I got a I got a hot take question. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be polarizing. I think we have a potential to upset people. So I want to make it very clear off the top of the off the top of the dome. Let it I, rip, bro. I like dogs. I like kids. Okay. I don't think that kids and dogs should be allowed at bars. What do we feel? Okay, Joe. You go, Erica. I can see you. Okay. I've got a question. Is this a, like, bar slash grill? Okay. So. Great question. The the new, I I don't know about bar, like a bar and grill, but like the new kind of, you know, all these hip breweries popping up and people are just you know they're pretty industrial and people are just walking in and you'll you'll be in a inside but like someone will have a dog laying on the floor and then like there'll be a section of loud legos and cars for little kids to go slam around while you're trying to like drink a beer and complain about how awful your wife is yeah no i can't relate i'm i'm okay with all all of those things Okay. So, <clears throat> especially the dogs, I like. Even if I can't pet them, I like to look at dogs. So the dog stuff is interesting. There. So, and this is, I, I think, the another stipulation we'd have to go with is like obviously not service animals. Like we understand right. service animals. Oh. oh, are we not talking about feet? <laughs> huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no feet in bars. You heard. You heard it here first, Erica. Not a feet, not a foot fan. <laughs> Now, now I change it. I love a barefoot bar. Oh, exclusively. <laughs> if there's not beach volleyball at the bar, I'm pissed. Ooh. Ever since yeah. the reef sharks latched and I lost my tootsies, <laughs> I like seeing other people's toes. Not in a sexual way. Not in a sexual but way. But in an admiration way. You're making yeah. it sexual by having toes. You just want to live vicariously through them because you don't have them. Yeah. No, those reef sharks, they latch. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, with with dog like so we were at Cracker Barrel. Uh, this is probably of a couple months. Of course you were. <laughs> Sorry, I was at White Person Slur Barrel, and uh, that's more. Did you use the? Did you use the? Did you use the C slur? <laughs> we were at Cracker Barrel a couple months ago, and this family just walked in and just had a golden retriever. And the thing is, like, there's people with real phobias. There's people with like allergies and like you wouldn't walk into a bar with like a a, buck, a bucket of bees. And you wouldn't upload a dog into a digital bar. You wouldn't download a dog. I don't know. It was just very like and like if it was a norm where like everybody did it, maybe I'd feel differently. But it was like, why do you have a 110 pound dog in this restaurant that's going to be slobbering and drooling everywhere? And like you're just going to hear it sitting under the table just going. <laughs> Leave the dog at home. Now, kids, kids, that's like a whole, like, I remember we had, Erica, if you remember a while ago, we had a hot take of someone saying kids shouldn't be allowed on airplanes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's wild. well, I mean, ki- people, you know, it's expensive to get babysitters. Maybe you have to bring them to the bar. So I understand. And I am sensitive to the fact that, you know, babysitters are expensive. And you want to go out and you want to maintain your independence and you have a child. But I will say when I've been at a, like a cool bar, but there's like 
more than three children in a child's area, they're never quiet enough. <laughs> they're hearing a lot of crosstalk that a kid shouldn't hear. Mm. And like the parents don't look like they're having fun. And that I think gets to me the most where it's like the thing that should have been nice, which was I can take my kids here, get a beer, talk to my friends and they'll have their kids. But they're like on edge the whole time because their kids are like in a bar (laughs) and there's four random dogs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I hate to break it to you, but you are a 100% more likely to be attacked by a dog in a room with a dog. That's true. Yeah. It's impossible. I to mean, get my atta- dog attack was outside and with no other dogs around, but sure. You know how many dogs are outside right now? <laughs> Erica, never go outside. And if you do, kick that dog right in the balls. Right in mm, the this, balls. This was a female dog, so it uh, it had none. Shit. Notoriously. That's- you can't fight away a female dog. You can't dog. defend yourself but from a female dog. to what you were saying earlier, Joshua, like there are people with a lot of phobias. Like I know for a long, long time that I was like severely petrified of Rottweilers because that's what attacked me um, to the point where like even a Rottweiler puppy would send me into a full-blown panic attack. Um, I have – I mean this was like – 20 years ago a little over 20 years ago that this happened so like i've slowly gotten over it and it hasn't like ruined all dogs for me um but i mean just within the last 10 years i've started to get over that so if i was at a bar trying to have a good time and somebody brought in a rottweiler especially if i was drinking i'd i would probably start crying yeah well i was attacked by a german shepherd when i was eight whoa i i don't fuck with german shepherds i i Owned a German Shepherd and a Rottweiler, and they got loose when I was eight. Oh no! Don't know and what somehow happened. the German Shepherd ended up in South Carolina, North Carolina. Actually, I was in Tennessee, so I was closer. <laughs> uh, what's crazy to me too, and like again, I the kids one. I Joe, you you have a different experience than us. We live in a much smaller area, obviously, but with like the dogs thing too, people think they can control their dogs, and they can't. That's what drives me insane about dogs in public places is people will just like have them unleashed, unharnessed, just walking around or whatever, or just like plopped up somewhere. And then you're just like, how do I know that your dog isn't going to just come over here because it sees something and wants to to eat it or something? Mm-hmm. And you're just going to be like, hey, hey, you'd be like my dad at 5 a.m. every fucking morning in our neighborhood because he would let Misty out and not be able to control her. But like. It only takes eight massive yells at 5 a.m. to get her back. <laughs> oh, Misty. That's what drives me insane about dog owners. I think, like, if there weren't so many dogs, I think maybe, like, 15% of people should own dogs maximum. There should be, like, a rolling maximum amount of dog owners. Have you ever told Joe about Misty? I don't think so. Never came up. Oh, no. Misty was a force. She was 85 pounds. And That's was about dog. was about I don't know sixteen inches tall, <laughs> very <laughs> long. Showed of a dog, very long, yes. very thick dog. Yeah, mm. sounds like you've described um, an English bull bull boxer. Bull, no, I, no, I think dog. she, I think she was like a lab, um, like a lab Dachshund? German. Sh- no, no dachshund. It was like a hound. She was crazy. She's the weirdest looking dog you've ever seen. 
Like, imagine a dachshund, like a wiener dog, with, like, German Shepherd colors, short-haired, long floppy ears, looks like a hound, but, like, shape of wiener dog, but also 85 pounds. But head of a Labrador. Full-grown Labrador. Tail of a scorpion. Wings of a bat. Yeah. Yeah. Bark of a dog. Mm -hmm. I was thinking um, uh, bull terriers, like the target dog. Mm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And like Spuds McKenzie, the Budweiser dog. No, she was black and brown. I have an, a, a shirt from the 80s with Spuds McKenzie, the Budweiser mascot on on it. And I was wearing it. Um, and this like this European couple stopped me and they're like, where did you get your shirt? We love your shirt. And I was like, oh, um, it's like a really old shirt. I got it thrift shopping. And they were like, oh. We are huge fans of that kind of dog. We own four. So we've never seen that kind of dog have its own shirt. And I was like, I don't have time to explain to you the American wonder that was Spuds McKenzie. You don't even like what this is. You just think it's a dog. In a, in a miraculous turn of events, I can share you a picture of Misty right now on screen. That was when she was a puppy. She was very skinny. What a... Oh. Little tiny what misty. A, what a wild shape of a dog. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Just head of a Labrador, long body. ass body, short legs. Damn. Okay, Rick. Yes. I want to know, because you are. Now listen, you're not a capital W woman, but that's by your own admission, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you say you're a capital M mom? Not yet. I'm still I'm still a little M mom. Okay. I'm only three months into momhood, so give give me some time. Three months. Well, I, I just Almost you know four. whenever That's you're crazy. ready for to let that fully define your existence. Sure. Um. Sure. Yeah. Uh. Then you can get a a sticker like this. Not really a hot take, but I do want to know how we feel about these sort of things. I saw a bumper sticker today that said, "You know what? I'm going to say the first two words, and I want you guys to each try and guess how it finished. Not drunk, just blank." Oh fuck! Oh boy! Context, it was on a, about... a mom, a very, very mom car. Since we're talking about moms, I'm gonna go with tired. Oh, oh, that's a good. Answer. Since we're talking about moms, I'm gonna go with breastfeeding. Not drunk, just passing out snacks and whooping ass. Holy fuck! So long, way too long Can for. You guess a how many fonts? <laughs> At least three. Every word, so nine. <laughs> it was three. It um, not drunk, and um, but passing out snacks and whooping ass were two different fonts, and then not drunk and the word and were the same font. That's crazy, man. And I would have taken a picture, but uh, the person was in the car, <laughs> and I was walking past it. Excuse me, ma'am. I'm from a Bumper Stickers Weekly magazine. I got to get a pic of this fucking bumper sticker. It is I awesome. Did you? Did you? You have a cricket. I see. <laughs> you made oh, your own. <laughs> I Joe's thought it was going to attack in mom life right now. How do we feel about boy moms? I mean, I'm a boy mom, but like when you make that your whole personality, it gets cringy. I feel like it becomes a problem because I think a lot of boy moms turn into um, Oedipal complex. Reverse. <laughs> 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 Reverse Oedipal complex situations. We see it all over TikTok. Did you see? Have you seen the video going around of the mom who posted a video of her 
son's 16-year-old girlfriend rapping some Megan Thee Stallion song. And it's like – it, it was like her Snapchat. She was sending this snap and posting it. And it was like my 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 son's 16-year-old boyfriend uh, – girlfriend. And then she like cuts to her face like – like she's so disappointed at this girl for knowing a Megan Thee Stallion song. Like, hey, you can't date your son. Stop being jealous of his girlfriend. Yeah, we've read a couple of stories similar to that like on the judges where – the moms are just like the worst mother-in-laws ever because they're just jealous of the time and energy that the wife's putting in for the relationship. It's, come on. It's gross. Was, it's really gross. Was girl mom or boy was I'm sorry, was boy <laughs> girl was, mom or thought daughter? What <laughs> was was boy mom or girl dad a phrase first? Or were they like born at the same? I've heard girl dad a lot more than boy mom. What about progressive non-binary parent? I've never heard that term. Yeah. Because you know what? The people who latch on to those words sometimes have a problem. <laughs> sometimes. A lot of boy moms are very progressive. Um, but sometimes they have a hard time. The, the the side that's creepy, they have a hard time accepting, you know, the cool people. <laughs> mm. And they're reef sharks in a way because they latch on to Everything. Everything. Um, no, my mom was a boy mom. Can I say that? Two boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've only wanted to fuck her my whole life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, on that note, I got to go. Actually. I know. Hey, Rick, thanks oh, wait, for being fuck. here. Did, Anything you want to plug? Just, uh, did we just spoil Oedipus? No. Oh, no. No. God damn no. it. I was just about to getting read getting around to read that Greek epic poem. Come on, I'm really getting into ninth grade English. Um, <laughs> Rick, do you have you have siblings? I do. I have a half brother and a sister. Was your half brother weirdly uh, p- possessed by his mother? No, I don't think so. It doesn't seem like a hard thing to avoid. My mom and I are mm. very close. But, like, my sisters would say that I am my mom's best friend. My mom has never been like, I can't. she's not good enough for you. She's not good enough for you. I need yeah. to find someone. My mom has always been like, <laughs> dated. in high school, my mom was like, you're not married. You could date multiple people at once. Joe, slang that thing, dude. Come on. <laughs> I will I not like, have a fucking loser son not slanging that thing around town. Get out of there. I made you to slang. <laughs> what? This is no longer a hot take, but I'm curious because you said you've been a mom for three months and I believe you. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear him screaming I was in the background, say, this is he is real. This is the second podcast appearance he's had because we had a, a judge's ad where he was, he was, we couldn't even hear it in the recording, but in the background when I was editing the clip, I was like, oh, you can hear Olsen crying off, off, just off camera being neglected by his, by uh, Erica's husband. <laughs> Erica's husband needs to get on his shit. Yeah. Where? He actually just came and told me I have to go feed him soon. Okay. Well, here's the question. Mm-hmm. What are you like most looking forward to as you like progress and as Olsen grows? Like, are there things that you've been like, man, this is going to be a cool milestone. I have like aspirations and I'm um I think just like 
little toddler him just like learning to talk and telling me stories about his day and I want to know what his favorite dinosaur is and I don't know how fast his shoes make him run. Are yeah. you positioning him in any kind of like um, any kind of way to to maybe make one dinosaur stick out over another one? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> what if he comes up and is like, "I really like, I really like pterosaurs," and you're like, "Oh God, my, he's a fucking idiot." I thought he was gonna be fucking rad, but he's a pterosaur I'm, guy. I'm gonna have to do some research on on dinosaurs before uh, before we get that to that point because I don't know shit about dinosaurs. Well, Mom, my favorite dinosaur is um, a pterodactyl. Not a dinosaur. It's not actually a dinosaur. You've. <sighs> I know you're three. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if you don't know the difference between a sauropod and a dinosaur at this point, I don't know what to tell. Erica, there. I will say Uncle Josh will be taking him to his first uh, Sue the Tyrannosaurus Rex exhibit. Okay. So, And I'm, I'm his pod father. And I'll send him a present every other birthday. And I'll be like, oh, shit, right. I got a pod son. <laughs> I've got it. Oh, I forgot. Oh, fuck. What's <laughs> a big seven this year, huh, bud? <laughs> yeah. You got cigarettes yet? <laughs> you got any more hot takes, Joseph? Or we Let's get one up? more hot take in Wonderful. before we get going. This is kind of a, here's, this is kind of a, um, like a, like a lightning round. I'm very curious. Um, don't think, I'm going to ask you both this. Don't think, just answer. Okay. Rick, I can't stand mac and cheese. Why? <laughs> you didn't know this about me, Joe? No. Um, because it's disgusting. What? Okay. Is it? A, is it? What part's disgusting? Is it? You the know, like texture, the smell, the taste—it's yeah. all bad. No matter what, like craft, or do you, uh, if you went to like a like a all like a it. even like at like. <laughs> Joe's so beside himself. He's like, give me anything. Have you ever had noodle in in queso before? (laughs) The only good thing that church Mm -hmm. ever gave us is after church potlucks. And then someone's got the good mac and cheese with a crust on top that your mom doesn't make. Because your mom doesn't like making mac and cheese. Yeah, no, mac and cheese is is gross. You also get... Next. You you get southern mac and cheese. We don't get southern mac and cheese. We call them... mm, mm, (laughs) Mac and cheese. (laughs) I can't. It doesn't lend itself to an accent. Josh, okay, have you ever okay. put Parmesan cheese on spaghetti? Yes. That's mac and cheese, baby. Here we go. Incorrect. I it's... do like cheeseburger macaroni, though. Insane. Oh. Absolutely insane. Like a um, hamburger helper. We had that last night for dinner. It's very good. It's very good. Josh, I can't stand. Uh, it's very specific, but when people cut line in the McDonald's drive-thru, that's local to us. It doesn't mm. have specifically divided, or it has like two drive-thru lanes. I, I can go on this for fucking hours. It has two drive-thru lanes, and there's a yellow painted line, but because of the way the, the um parking lot is, they can't put like a hard barrier to put the two lanes. And so I'll be waiting, parked, where clearly I could be an asshole and sort of block the lane to, for people to drive in. And then somebody will come up from behind me and go and do that as if I wasn't waiting my fucking turn in line. Drives me insane. Christian also hates that. It's like there's a painted yellow line. You're not supposed to drive through yellow painted yellow lines. That's mm-hmm. insane that that would happen. All the time. It's like people think you're stupid. I think that's what pisses me off most about it. It's like 
I'm waiting here and I'm like, clearly I'm waiting in line. And then somebody's like, oh, can't believe my luck. This guy is waiting in line. I'm going to cut. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh, <laughs> it drives me insane. <laughs> okay. We've got a couple minutes left. I want to thank Rick so much for being here and hanging out with us. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Rick, where can they find you on the social medias? Um, my Instagram and I think Twitter are the same. Honestly, I don't, I don't know. I think they're both at Mrs. Ricky K. They are. And you can find me on the Judges podcast. You can. You should listen to the Judges. It's a great show. We wouldn't have this show without that show. So um, I'm sure we'll have you back. You and your husband are a well we can <laughs> return to because we've got your numbers. Um, that's true. And we know where you live. We, well, I don't, but Josh does. And that's terrifying in its own right. Um, <laughs> I would also like to say if it's okay, can I plug something I did, Josh? Uh, uh, yeah. Do you think this is your podcast? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just want to say, um, if you guys haven't listened to it yet, it's the perfect time of year to listen to Oatmeal, a song I put out a couple weeks ago. It's a folk song. It's going to be on my upcoming EP. And, uh, I just, I haven't had a chance to tell people about it here. I just wanted to tell people about it here. Oh, also, and my band put an EP out. And the EP, very good. Erica, real quick, one last hot take. Best flavor of oatmeal, go. Oh, I don't like oatmeal. But the song? Oh, the song's good. Yeah. Song's great, <laughs> but I don't like the food. Not even it smells that. delicious, but it, ooh, no. Would okay. you call it the macaroni and cheese of breakfast? <laughs> yes. No, grits. Grits are the macaroni and cheese. Oh, no. Grits are very good. Yeah, That's you know, they're not. I'm mostly grits. But you have southern grits, Joe. <laughs> grits. <laughs> grits <laughs> oh geez bye everybody wait bye, wait guys. joe ask oh, the thing whoa. ask the thing joe. oh my god hey do you guys think that we've become better friends after this episode i think so i think so too yeah i mean me and erica sort of stayed the same we sort of just hit the same notes that we always hit on yeah well maybe well, if he well, you know went shopping with me or something it would be fine true he doesn't actually like me so i brought her shopping uh to buy a shirt for a first date and uh i disagreed with her taste and then uh got the shirt she wore or she <laughs> got the shirt she suggested date went great of course um regardless of the shirt i think mainly it was the man in the shirt can i say that and then uh we tried to go shopping some other time i can't remember after that and immediately i was like bitching like i fucking hate shopping and she's like this is mm -hmm. why we can't shop and i was like yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> i hate shopping yeah. of course <laughs> uh. Well, I'll go shopping with you whenever we have the opportunity. I love to shop. Follow uh, friend requests on Fridge Pod, FRJJ Pod everywhere. And if, hey, if you want our bonus episode, we're about to go record it. So follow us on Patreon. We love you. And goodbye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. 
With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.